Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Young Hermetic. Uh, this is the pilot episode for, you know what I mean? A podcast where we talk about uh, new music coming out, new artists, uh, hermetic philosophies, how they're inscribed into everything all around us, uh, conspiracy theories, uh, proven debunked and up for debate, uh, all kinds. If y'all have any ideas of what you want me and my guest hosts to talk about, uh, or if you even want to be on the show, if you're versed in something, a, a topic of discussion that we could talk about, um, hit me up. I'll let you know. Uh, we could probably do that, make that happen. You know what I mean? Um, Today's a rainy day, so it's usually a time for self-reflection on these days, and that's why it can be gloomy or melancholy or jaded sometimes on these rainy days, but I always enjoy them because without being able to externalize enough of my energy into my environment, uh, it helps me have a way to internalize reflecting through the water, you know, as it drops down and makes the sounds and does all the things and washes the chemicals from one place to another on the ground, you know, and I find that all my, all my hardships that I've been going through this past year, because after I got out of incarceration a little over a year ago, I don't know, about a year, just under, yeah, um, I've been dealing with the temple crumbling. And what I mean by that is uh, when a temple is built on a faulty cornerstone, you must tear it all down to start anew. And in this past year, I have had so many good and so many bad things happen. And they're all, relatively speaking, they're all part of the dismantling of the old temple, my old mind state that I was trying to cast off for years by studying the things that I've been studying. And it's interesting how like, you know, Yeshua Mashiach, he kind of talked about that a little bit, you know, how he was talking about how all these stones will fall before the coming back, you know what I mean? And i feel like there's a really deep symbology behind the old mind structure having to completely crumble down to the core before the spirit can come in to build a good temple, um, a temple of fire, a temple of light in the midst of darkness, creating the mist and the miasma of existence. Um, now, there's also another reference uh, that I'd like to make about this whole idea behind all these structures and systems that you have agreed within your mind to use rather consciously or subconsciously, they, they need to be blasted away or whatever. Well, uh, so Murai, the dude who invented Aikido, he had three different Kundalini experiences that gave him the idea for Aikido. And uh, the third one was he said that he woke up 
And he, this guy had been doing – he was a military martial arts guy, a general, everything like that for like decades and decades. Uh, he forgot. He woke up and literally forgot every technique that he ever learned. And through that came an art form that was so effective and had so many levels of mercy in it and the idea of non-confrontation but absolutely refuting to stand down at the same time. Uh, taking that all into account and a lot of governments don't allow the full practitioner of Aikido to be taught to civilians because it's just too effective against suppressive authorities. And well, that's a rant for another time. But anyways, the idea that you will have to let go of everything you learn to get where you are, to get where you're going to go is always a thing. And some things are going to change slowly. Some things are going to change fast. Some changes are going to seem bad. But if you open up and accept that they're actually happening, biasly detach from – or unbiasedly. Unbiasedly detach from the idea of it being a good or bad thing or your like or dislike of its existence and see how it can be used – to improve upon the chromatic will that you are cyclically going forward in through space and time. Um, you know what I mean? And I feel like it, I feel like gratitude towards what things are leading to, you know what I mean? Don't look at everything as a stepping stone, but even though they are, but you're supposed to love the whole staircase, even the bottom wrong step, you know what I mean? And even if you fall down that motherfucker because you weren't walking up it right, you know what I mean? You still got to love it for what it is and the fact that it exists and the potential of getting up the staircase exists, regardless if, if you make it or not. You know what I mean? Because if you keep trying, you're eventually going to make it. So when I'm struggling with human beings and the way that they act sometimes, I just have to like look inside myself and see how the fact that, okay, so everybody does something for a reason and a reason is a good justification and to justify something is an excuse. An excuse is a weak reason, but an excuse, justification, and a reason are still the same thing. They're just on different levels of intensity and agreement with the pact of the human consciousness, uh, collectively speaking, you know what I mean? Uh, so when you take a minute to step back and look at the fact that even what seem like wrong decisions or 
bad actions by bad people. I mean, it's not about that. It's about the fact that everybody has something different to learn. Some of us are doing things to see if they're right. Some of us are doing things to see if they're wrong. Because if you didn't, some people, it's weird because some people didn't have a lot of wisdom coming from their elders growing up. And even though I had a lot of wisdom coming from my elders, uh, I still had to go out. The wisdom that, the, okay, so the wisdom that they gave me was just knowledge and information to me. You know what I mean? I had to go out and see where in life those things applied and if they applied to me in my life. And uh, that's how the information, that's how the wisdom that they pass on to you transforms into your own wisdom. And that is how you are not transgressing, but transmuting things in your life to the frequency that your desired lesson you want to learn will give you. So even if somebody is doing something really fucky or if they're just doing little petty things, it's usually petty things. Usually people are way caught up way more into the things that they shouldn't be caught up in and being pacifist towards the really big things. And that ties into psychology, but that's another subject for another time. Uh, it... It breaks the societal norm and the societal standard to not hold a grudge. But you can keep a conscious awareness of potentially dangerous things without being paranoid or assuming that they're going to happen. And you don't have to want a negative future because something negative happened in the past. And that's what, you know, that's what that grievance that you feel, that vengeance in your soul, that is you perpetuating what happened to you. And, and you can let that go if you wanted to, if you really wanted to. If you learned the thing, if you sat with it and learned the thing and learned to decipher what is you and what is your ego and what is your higher consciousness and sit down. Once you decipher these things, you can sit down and have conversations. You know what I mean? That's what retrospective is. You are trying to healthily communicate with the things going on inside of you. And that can be really hard without a structure, a system of handling that and coping with that and using that properly and healthily, which most of us weren't taught, you know what I mean? And it really sucks that we have to go through this gap where we just weren't taught things. 
they were scared of what we should and shouldn't know, so they didn't teach us every, and they didn't even know what was truth or not because that was, you know, what I mean, really big time for everybody to have their minds blown by the amount of distrust in the government that was, you know, what I mean, being sparked by their actual actions uh, of the government. Uh, but it's. But it's really easy to get lost in your opinion of you as in the collective you, which includes me. Um, It's really easy to get lost in your opinion of what you feel should be compared to what is. You can make what will be what you want, but only through the acceptance of what is and... As much detachment as you can humanly possibly do um, without detaching from complete reality. Um, Because you got to be careful of that, too. That's why we have attachments. We wouldn't be able to exist in this little life if we weren't attached to something. So the detachment idea, connections, not attachments, is... A recognition of the fluidity of attachments and how new attachments will arise and old ones need to fall and some last your entire life or multiple lifetimes and some of them are literally for like a couple seconds love it hate it forget it you know what I mean and it's really important to recognize these processes within ourselves And when we're doing that, we can have that information and use a reminder, use that little alarm clock in your head and you're like, hey, look, if I'm starting to think these things, this is what the next thought's got to be. That's your little alarm clock reminder that because you're going through those processes and that doesn't make you wrong or bad and you don't like it when people get upset at you for making mistakes or trying to get better and all that stuff and subconscious whatever you had to realize that other people are going through the exact same thing and they want the exact same thing you know what I mean so this is where we talk about the rising of your frequency the elevating your consciousness all that you know what I mean the new Jerusalem within the soul whatever whatever Shangri-La, as the juggalos call it. But we have to be careful not to assume that since somebody is not where they're going to be, where they're meant to be, where they're supposed to be, doesn't mean that they are not on their way. And that is really what helps me deal with human beings and dealing with my own emotions that get meshed up in everybody else's emotions. You know what I mean? Because that's just something that happens. That's because of our electromagnetic sixth sense. These are our feelers, our feelings, our emotions, uh, are how that how our brain activity, our thoughts that are generated mix with this sixth sense and that and then the emotions and the feelings and the sensations and all that. You know what I mean? So uh 
Yeah, I mean, I figure that's a nice little rant to start off with. You know what I mean? Uh, so the first episode, uh, I'm not sure when it's going to air. It should be soonish. But uh, I'm going to have a buddy of mine on, and we're going to talk about the hermetic principles behind the Juggalo movement and the Dark Carnival. Uh, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. Tune in, I guess. Nah, click. Click on the motherfucking link. You know what I mean? Like, subscribe, share, whatever the hell you gotta do on whatever format you hear this on. Get it out to other people. Um... <clears throat> Because I'm trying to talk to you just as much as y'all are trying to talk to me. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Have a blessed day.